the, the problem is sometimes is that, you know, that two weeks, you might already be too far behind. And then your mm -hmm. price reduction might be more than what they ever thought of, you know, mm -hmm. just in that short period of time. And that, and that's when it can be in, you can get into real trouble. So you just have to be clear in the conversation saying that we're, you know, we're going to make sure that we're following the market. I'm going to be in touch with you every couple of days, letting you know what's going on with this and this. And then, you know, when you get there, you find out, I mean, maybe, and maybe they'll get a little bit anxious earlier on, but, uh, but again, a lot of people are stuck in the scenario where they need their money yeah. for their next move. So that's, yeah. that's the thing too, right? I, I, I guarantee the, the conversations right now that some agents are having with their sellers right now <clears throat> is brutal. Like there's a lot mm. of people tripping. So I, and that's, that's how it is. We're just caught in this little shuffle of the market and uh, we'll get through it. You're listening to the Ottawa Real Estate Podcast with your hosts, Paul Stevenson, David Warren, and Greg Campbell. Let's see what's going on in the world of real estate today. Hey guys. Can we do it? We're how back. Are here? It's the Ottawa Real oh, wow. Estate Podcast. Wow. Week 475,000. Um, my name is Paul Stevenson. I'm here with Greg Campbell. I'm here with David Warren. And uh, we were just talking about how exhausted we all are with this real estate market. <laughs> uh, mentally exhausted. Mentally exhausted. So I am one of the owners of Referral Mortgages. I'm also a mortgage agent. And I'm here with Greg Campbell. He is a managing director and a realtor for the agency Ottawa. Uh, the agency. Uh, and David Warren is here. David Warren is uh, my business partner and owner at Referral Mortgages, also a mortgage agent. And gentlemen, how was the weekend? Happy belated Father's Day. We're all fathers now. We're all fathers. We are We're all fathers. <laughs> yes. I have my Father's Day cards here on the oh, new bookshelf. Very, it's very, uh, <laughs> very beautiful dad-like of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how was the weekend? Dave, I know you had a lot going on. Tell us about uh, tell us about what, what yeah, were you doing. Uh, busy weekend. There was Italian festival back. Uh, been hiatus for the for two years through the pandemic, so that was on all weekend. So we had the uh, the gallery up and going. Long days the past few days. Uh, Saturday we had some live music from the porch, uh, some live painting in the street, uh, a couple of artists. Stuff like that. Uh, it was a good time. Yesterday was a bike, the bike race, like the 45th or 48th. All right. Annual bike race, uh, long press and whatnot. So it was pretty. Uh, it was good to see a lot of people back along there and and uh, and whatnot. But the cold weather, you know, Friday yeah. was uh, was pretty was pretty crappy. And mm. Saturday, a lot of people still toughed it out, even though it was windy and uh, a little cold. But uh, it was good. I mean, good turnout considering uh, F1 weekend in Montreal was on. So a lot of people, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I know we're at that. But overall, good weekend. I for just, our listeners, uh, ready for bed. For, for our <laughs> listeners, the gallery David is talking about is the Santini Gallery. It's an art gallery on Preston Street, Little Italy, Ottawa. Correct. Thanks for that plug, Gregory. Yeah, we have to. We have to at some point have <laughs> a to uh, do it. Uh, yeah, a toe rep, a toe rep uh, event. Hey, we'll just uh, have a toe rep event. Uh, we need a toe. We, you know what, dudes? I'm sorry, live to toe rep Paul, event. But we need a toe rep event. We could we could do it at the gallery would be a good place to do it. That'd be fun. I yeah, drop in office in Orleans, but nice central location. Drop in for uh, people, mm -hmm. people a listeners of the shows. I think they, they call that a meet, a meet and greet. I think we should do this in August. We should have a meet and greet toe rep event at Santini Gallery in August. 
who in the world will show up? I can't wait to meet some people. No one will come. <laughs> yeah, we're just sitting there, the three of us, just waiting. No one comes. Just sitting there, sipping wine, looking at art. In my head, I'm picturing <laughs> like coming. the start of Top Gear episodes. You know, where everyone's in the room yeah. and it flies in, but it's not going to be that at all. <laughs> I, oh, I, that's I, great. I got to tell you, I got to tell you guys something. Uh, just because I mentioned B. Sharon, because he always, uh, or he or she always comments on the post, but. There's a company called iDeliver in Ottawa, and the owner is Michael B. Charon. And every time I see it, I'm like, hmm, I wonder if that's the guy. <laughs> I wonder if it's Michael B. Charon. If you're listening, holler at us. Let us know if it's you. <laughs> so we were, uh, you know, good, uh, good, good segue, Greg. Uh, he actually commented, believe it or not, on the episode last week. Uh, we're gonna have to. Ask, we're gonna. I always say he. I just assume for some reason, but it could be a she or or they. Uh, but whoever it is that's commenting, whoever Bicharon <laughs> is, whatever type of human you are, yeah, Bicharon. Uh, if three hundred dollars per month and extra mortgage payments, we we're talking about the increase in variable and mortgage payments and so on last week. He said, if three hundred per month and extra mortgage payments can break someone to cause them to sell their home, can they not simply ask for a longer amortization? So I feel like we should just quickly answer that for B. And uh, the answer is yes, people can extend their amortization, but it all depends on the structure of their mortgage. So, you know, as we, we've talked about, uh, I feel like almost too much, but I know not everyone listens to every episode. Uh, so it might be worth just uh, summarizing, but most mortgages, especially if you're putting uh, less than 20%, they have to be 25 years, right, as a max. So some people, if you wanted to, you know, if you're say four years into your 25 year term, you have 21 years left. Uh, you could extend it back to 25 years. But the issue with variable rates is that if you're if the rates are going up, then your amortization is it's either doing one of two things. It's either extending or your payments are increasing. So if your payments are increasing, you could potentially amortize it back to 25 years. With the increase in home prices in Ottawa too, you might have now a 20% equity built up in the home. So you could potentially switch lenders and extend it to 30 years now that you have that kind of built up equity. So that would certainly help your payments. Uh, so, you know, if you have other consumer debt, things like this, I actually sent a newsletter to, to my clients this week talking about exactly that. You know, there's a, we're fielding a lot of calls about, uh, I'm sure I know Dave is, um, about, you know, should I lock in my rate and this and that? And we've talked about it on past episodes, but um, I told my clients, you know, if you're dealing with consumer debt, now is actually a good time if you're in a variable, especially to just pay that penalty, pay whatever it is, you know, $600,000, $1,500, whatever the penalty is, it's only three months of interest consolidate some of that extended to 30 years and lower that payment give yourself some cash flow cash flow is going to be king for the next year to year and a half you know having cash on hand and uh being able to manage payments so i think now is actually although rates are a bit higher it is actually a good time to to break that variable rate and consolidate some of that additional debt with increased costs and uh, lower your monthly payments on the mortgage i love it yep. great question b Cheryl. great great question um Greg, you got some numbers. Let's slide into the numbers. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, this is a funny one. Uh, okay. So, got my small coffee here as well. Again, Go I ahead. don't have the graphics, I promised. We'll just we'll just give up on that. But I do have the information. I do have the data. So, I did Canada Stittsville this week. Next week I will uh what was homie's name that uh, messaged in there? Rod. Anyway, someone messaged on YouTube there. I'll I'll do uh, I'll do the outskirts. I'll do Rod Stewart. That'd be amazing. With your love touch. Uh, I'll do Russell Campville Rockland, Rockland next week because we like to rock in Rockland. Sweet. 
That was a very terrible joke. Very bad. Yeah. So, <laughs> that was awful. Canada's Canada Stitzville. This is cool because I can compare this. I compared this to 2021 uh, in the same week for detached towns and condos. It's pretty interesting. So we'll start off with detached homes. So in the last week, 17 homes sold. The average mm-hmm. sale price was 912000 Average days on market, 29. But you called sales it. Sales price to list. Sales, I did. Sales price to list price, 103%. Conditionally sold for 1144000 average. Mm-hmm. 16 days on market. So that's a little, you know, a little difference there. Um, and active, 78 properties active. Canada Stittsville, detached properties active. Average price, 27 days on market for those active right now. So if there's that many active right now, next week, chances are that the average days on market for the solds is also going to be, it'll be 30 for sure. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 2021, 19 homes in the same week in 2021, 19 homes sold versus 17 this year. Average sales price, 872,000 versus 912 this year. Days on market, 12 versus 29. Big difference. Sales price, list price, 110%. Townhomes, average sales price, 691000 Average days on market, 15. Sales price to list price, 100%. So they're selling for list price. Um, and there's 20 homes that sold in the last week. Conditionally sold, one. Days on market, 11, $575,000. And it's conditionally sold at, at that list price because it's conditional. We'll see the final number next week. Um, currently active, 64 active. Average price, 694000 So almost the same as what the average sales price was last week with an average of 19 days on market. 2021, there was 29 sold versus 20 this, this week. 604000 versus 691000 So that's way up in the towns. Days on market, nine. Sales price to list price, 108%. So clearly what we're seeing based on that, I'll, I'll do the condos next, but based on that, the towns is still the hot pocket. Like that's where the money is being spent. That's where the majority of people are buying. That's, you know, where the, where the money is, is going. The, uh, the upper level is, is up slightly, but I think that's going to balance out. Condos, average sales price of condos, again, Canada Stitzville, uh, 429000 Days on market, 19. Sales price to list price, 99%. Four of those sold. Conditionally sold, one. 11 days on market, 515000 Active, there's 20. Average price, 440000 Days on market, 21. So now, again, I predict that number is going to hit 30 next week. 25. 25 for sure. Uh, in 2021, 12 sold versus four this same week. Average price was 455000 a year ago versus 429. Average days on market last year was 14 too. That kind of surprised me. Sales price to list price was 108. So, you know, we're seeing... Like I say, like we say on toe rep, like we say on toe rep, the hot market is always the mid range. The ones that get hit first when the market shifts is over a million or the lower level condos, like 500K less condominiums. They're the ones that get most effective immediately for whatever reason. But the towns are still still hot. That's a hot market. So yeah, so, I think those numbers are, are good. I mean- I mean, it's like what you're talking about on the detached, really the same week last week, even though it's longer days on market, but 17 versus 19 sold. 
um, you know, this year versus last year. It's not a big difference. And the and not the sale price difference. actually being and the and the sale price being, you know, up and, and then the towns being, you know, significantly up. Um, you know, just kind of goes to show that yes, things are slowing down a little bit, but they're still it's still pretty active and prices yes. are still maintaining. They're maybe coming down at list prices being more accurate uh yes. to sale and not getting multiple offers, but it is still up from last year it's still it's like that stance it is and holding the thing and the thing that the comment that i make about the prices coming down a bit in the in the million plus is that if you know if we went back two months the numbers on the detached homes would be well above what they are now mm -hmm. whereas the towns would be closer mm -hmm. you know so that's yeah yeah the the mid the mid-range um you know as soon as the detached start averaging over a million it definitely uh it kind of knocks out a big segment, um, you know, with, we've talked about before in order to purchase a home with less than 20% down, the purchase price has to be under a million. So that kind of, you know, takes away that segment of, of buyers mm -hmm. that might not have that 20%. So anyone looking to buy 20% or more, you have to have 20% down payment as a minimum. So I think that's kind of, that's certainly. And I guarantee you that, that some of those homes, some of those homes listed uh, selling in the nines would have been, you know, might've been listed and reduced. I didn't yeah. go, excuse me. I didn't go into that much detail, but guaranteed some of them are mm -hmm. the ones that are, are higher are mm -hmm. definitely sitting. Um, yeah. Anyways. It, yeah. It, and in that high price point, um, you know, working with somebody that, that purchased firm, um, you know, 2 million plus and, and their place is listed uh, for mid one, you know, one and a half and, and it's not selling. And they need, you know, they're really needing that uh, to a sale agreement on it in order to get the bridge. And it's a, it's a little hairy. So it's, uh, yeah, I think that certainly that upper range thing sitting again, you know, think about that when you're purchasing or going firm on a deal of when you need to list your place and listing it mm -hmm. sooner rather than later. Um, you know, likely best to sell before buying being that there's so many, so many options on the, uh, on the market. Right now. Absolutely. There's, there's no way you can't. Just don't, unless you're paid, you know what I mean? Unless you got a lot of equity or a lot of money in the bank. I have, mm -hmm. uh, I know of some people right now, they're going through um, a scenario where they listed for sale. They would have sold at easily a hundred thousand more a few months ago, a uh, beautiful detached home in Barhaven. And they bought a new Minto closing in, I think it's closing in October. Uh, anyways, they don't think that they're going to be able to get the money out of the house. So they're going to have to figure out alternative ways to get, get everything together. And they even asked Minto if they could um, back out of the deal. And Minto said, no, no chance. For sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's tough on the, on the new builds. And, and actually this weekend I was speaking to one of our, one of our listeners reached out to me last week. He's got a new build uh, closing um, in December and uh, well, no firm date on that. They, the, the builder hasn't uh, provided that it's kind of, that's the estimate, but um, you know, rightfully so. And I was trying to calm him down. He sent me all, you know, his stuff to give him a high level overview, but um, you know, with qualifying rates, he's very well educated. Listen, listens to Torup, very well educated on qualifying. Uh, and, but he's, he's been nervous of, you know, as rates keep coming up qualifying in the, you know, in September for this new build, um, how, you know, how do things look and kind of that predicted and, and, you know, signed this purchase agreement. Like you said, to be on the phone, I, you know, I thought I did everything right. You know, when I signed it a year ago, I told, you know, and I kind of mm -hmm. said, you, you did absolutely do everything right. Um, you know, you're not, 
back's not completely up against the wall, but he was stressed out. Um, mm. And I think, I think there's going to be a number of people that as they come, as they start getting those closing dates that they are going to be not able to qualify with an A bank and they're going to have to push into the, the B or private space as a temporary bridge because they can't get out of those builders aren't going to let them out if you know um, no because they'll never be able to sell them for the same price if they try again yeah we're not going to pay well and and that individual's done upgrades you know likely to that home that others Mm -hmm. might not have done or you know things like that 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 drive up that price but yeah i mean certainly builders if this was maybe a year ago what do you think do you think do you think a builder would have let them out of that purchase agreement uh, you, you know what I, I can't say from experience but it would make sense that they would because there's yeah. someone there would have been someone knocking on the door the next day for maybe pay, and maybe paying more mm. you know they would have been like we want out no problem uh it's twenty five thousand more someone comes in sold yeah because we had a i there was a couple of situations um that i heard of and i got calls about from agents asking me you know what i thought uh mortgage agents called me and asked me that the uh, it's, the buyers weren't able going to be closed. Like they were going to have to delay closing even just by a day or two. And the builder was refusing and, uh, and they wanted the property back because they, you know, if the, if the client wasn't able to close on that day, they weren't extending anything. They weren't giving any leeway. Uh, I think that, you know, builders were being, uh, you know, yeah, it's pricks, pricks to say the yeah. least. Um, but, um, they, you know, the builder was, just wanted wanted that property back, really, um, mm. because they were going to put it back on the market at a higher amount. Their margins yeah. were were kind of crushed with uh, building costs coming up, and they signed the agreements, you know, two years prior. Uh, but now we're in a different space where you know there's a lot more options. Mm-hmm. Like you said, those new builds aren't necessarily going to sell for uh, right away for what somebody paid for them. So be uh, be mindful of it. You know, for those of you signing purchase agreements, you know, when you're doing that pre approval. Don't always just base it on your numbers now. You know, maybe have that person that's doing that pre-approval for you use a higher amount. Um, you know, if six and a half is the qualifying rate for for fix, maybe qual maybe ask for them to qualify you at seven and a half just to be safe. Five, you know, per five-year fix plus two percent, as if it's gonna continue going up a little bit higher. Um, but be mindful of that, kind of plan accordingly. Greg, you said there's 67. How many homes are for sale right now? Like single family? In Canada, 78. 78? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Canada, Stitzville, detached home, 78, with so, an average of 27 days on the market. What At what point do they start dropping those prices? Like, you know, those those sellers have Today. to be at 30 days being Today. like, they, let's they drop They start it. dropping like, them. To, it's yeah. Monday morning. Their agent's on the phone with them. They're dropping the price because nothing mm-hmm. happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going down and that, and that average is a million 41, right? Most of those are under a million, but there's, there's a couple bigger ones. I just wanted to make sure that it was a even playing field and a, yeah. an actual average. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are going to come down. Cause you're just saying a year market, ago, it was like, eight, you know, 860, 870,000. So, I mean, if they're expecting an increase of 150, I mean, even if they get a hundred thousand increase from last year, it's still, you know, I just, I just yeah. wonder, thank you. I just wonder what the, like, I mean, obviously they're going on recent sales and they're, you know, the, but if there's that many homes sitting on the market for that long, the price is too high. Is that not the general rule of thumb? I mean, it seems, uh, two weeks. If you're, if you're on the market two weeks and you've got, you're, you're not sold, you're too high. Mm-hmm. Almost mm-hmm. always everywhere. I think everywhere in the world, that's just a rule of thumb. Yeah. And if you, if you're a realtor and you signed a listing agreement without 
having that conversation when you sign saying like, this is our price for the next two weeks. After that, we need to potentially adjust. Then you're just setting yourself up for terrible conversations. Yeah. You know, cause uh, you can't make those, especially in a market like this, you can't make promises that you're not going to be able to keep. Yeah. There's a few, there's a few, I think I told you guys before there was a few that I lost and they all listed well above what I suggested to list and they're sitting, they've been sitting for like 30 days. They've done a price reduction. So it's like, you know, I'm very happy that I didn't take those. The commission is nice, but sometimes just being true to your uh, instincts and uh, your level of service is, is better. And is there, when you're re when you're doing a price drop, uh, you know, and you're having that conversation up front, are you as a listing agent, is there a strategy of, okay, if it doesn't sell in two weeks, we're going to drop by X dollars or X percent, or is it, I mean, we're going to look at reevaluate the market as far as, and kind of go question. based on that. Like, is there, is there anything you use as far as like a set percentage drop or no or dollar amount? No, I, I look at the market, but that's a good question because sometimes depending on who it is, we'll look at that number and I'll say, okay, you know what? Like if, if there's a good past relationship as well with me, if they say, well, you know, we'd really like this. I said, okay, well, you know, I'm happy to try that. I go, but this is what I think I go. We can do that for, I, I might even say we can do that for 10 days. If there's no showings and no offers, then we're definitely mm -hmm. doing what I'm suggesting or less. Uh, and then I start with that. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's just following the market. The, the problem is sometimes is that, you know, that two weeks, you might already be too far behind. And then your mm -hmm. price reduction might be more than what they ever thought of, you know, mm -hmm. just in that short period of time. And, that, and that's when it can be in, you can get into real trouble. So you just have to be clear in the conversation saying that we're, you know, we're going to make sure that we're following the market. I'm going to be in touch with you every couple of days, letting you know what's going on with this and this. And then, you know, when you get there, you find out, I mean, maybe, and maybe they'll get a little bit anxious earlier on, but, uh, but again, a lot of people are stuck in the scenario where they need their money yeah. for their next move. So that's, yeah. that's the thing too. Right. I, I, I guarantee the, the conversations right now that some agents are having with their sellers right now <clears throat> is brutal. Like there's a lot mm -hmm. of people tripping. So I, and that's, that's how it is. We're just caught in this little shuffle of the market mm. and uh, we'll get through it. Um, but you know, it's like, it's like you said, Dave, too, based on the numbers that I said there, like we're still, it's still up. It's still up. Yeah. It's just a matter of time and where you're going to. Um, I, I, I don't know how much <laughs> it can go down. We'll see when, when's the next rate hike again? Supposed July to be? 13th. July 13th. Okay. 0.75? <clears throat> Possibly. I mean, they, that, that the U.S. Feds, that's what they did that increase mm -hmm. and kind of sometimes kind of falls in lockstep but um all indications are likely a half point like they did um in june but we'll uh we'll see i think we'll they're see. kind of just seeing where the numbers uh where the numbers lie but um you know i imagine with that price drop conversation that you're having with kind of going back to that with your with your clients i would imagine you know after two weeks of it sitting on the market they're getting updates anyways of when people are booking showings so I would mm -hmm. imagine it's not, won't come as a surprise if they've only had no. three showings and, uh, or, you know, or crickets in that two weeks that you're going to be, you know, no. when you have that conversation, they'll be aware of it. It's just, I guess the people that are needing every single dollar for that next purchase that it's going to be, becomes more challenging. That's right. right. Yeah, that's right. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that we can get back into the, uh, you know, appraisers being more available, but I, I, I'm doubt, doubtful of that. It's like, you know, how we, you know, we've talked about in the past where I used to, 
you know, before we listed a home, someone would want a certain price. And I'd say, well, let's get an appraisal done. But so we can know what the actual value might be looked at from the lender. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I've had a couple where we listed and then they got an appraisal and the appraisal came in way under. And I was like, well, you know, we got to either adjust to closer to that or just leave it for now because mm-hmm. you're clearly not going to get that money. You got no showings, like nothing's happening. So forget it. Um, I'm hoping, or I wish there was more appraisers where we could just, you know, have them work, work with us because uh, it just helps to have that information on hand uh, for sure. in scenarios like this. For those of you listening and looking at uh, a career change, maybe look at becoming an appraiser. There's a huge need. <laughs> It'd be nice <laughs> to have an that. in-house appraiser. Like, you know what? A brokerage. Tell rep appraiser. To have a brokerage with an actual appraiser. That's something like I never, never really think of because you we would... value, you know, we evaluate properties based on exactly what's happening day to day. Appraisers, it's, it's slightly different, especially with the way it's been where the appraiser comes in. And then you don't get their report for almost two to three weeks because they're so backed Mm up. And that's a huge imbalance of what a realtor will price at versus what the lender's looking at based on that appraisal. It's huge difference. Mm -hmm. Three weeks, it's a lifetime. They're they're looking at the past 90 days. Um, A realtor's looking at that point in time. I'm looking at yesterday. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. No, it does, it does make a difference. And that's something that people don't really realize as well when they're looking, when they're, you know, speaking about value and the differences between what a realtor will say a price is worth, which is what it's worth, like supply and demand as of that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, an appraiser is looking at the past 90 days of like properties, square footage, making adjustments for square footage, mm-hmm. bedrooms, bathrooms, basement, you know, lot size, condition all of that. And, and that comes into play. So there is, there are going to be differences when people say to us all, oh, well, my, my realtor said the place is worth X kind of, I always have to readjust some of yeah. They might be saying it's worth X because of what the market, but we got to look at an appraiser is going to be mm-hmm. different. They're looking at that past historical as well. Um, so th- there is a lot yeah. of the times a, a big difference, but um, yeah, long story short, all, those we- of you looking for a career, become an appraiser. You'll have Greg's business. Call me. ours. <laughs> Tonight. I need you. <clears throat> yeah. Sold. All right. Mood boost, Paul? Oh, yes. Or anything else to say? Are, are we good? Any, anyone else have anything to talk about? I'm way too tired. Yeah. I'm, I'm still exhausted from the weekend. My legs, I, I'm not used to being on my feet for, for 12 yeah. hours straight. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> They're D- dying. Dave's having my a 10 calves, My feet. Oh. Dave's having my, a quick uh, nap. Yeah, my soccer, my co-ed soccer league started again on Saturdays and uh, I hadn't played in two years and I'm oh, wow. still sore. I'm pretty sure I have a third degree burn on my head. It wasn't even sunny. Uh, and uh, yeah, looking forward to Saturday. Game two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mood boost. I got uh, somewhere between four and five. We'll see how the first few hit. Um, why? Number one. Why are elevator jokes so classic, so good? They work on so many levels. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, what do you call a magician that loses his magic? Ian? Wow. Wow. I'm lost. <laughs> wow. <laughs> magician? Yeah. Magic Ian? This is his magic. I got it. Okay. Um, 
What do you call a turtle who takes up photography? A snapping turtle? Mm-hmm. Snapping turtle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I need to continue that think, in a four and five and make up for some of these. I th- yeah, I think. Uh, okay, I'll, oh, this is a good one. What do you What do you get when you mix alcohol and literature? Tequila Mockingbird. The... Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to end mm-hmm. on that one. That one actually got yeah, you know. That's, that's a good one. We'll, we'll good. leave it there. Yeah. Um, shout out to North Brew. Missed them at the beginning of the show because I hadn't had too much coffee yet. Uh, if you go to northbrew.ca and use the promo code podcast, you're going to get 20% off your coffee order and 20% of your order goes towards the Ottawa homeless community. So uh, great coffee, great cause. Shout out to Referral Mortgages. Shout out to the agency, Ottawa. Shout out to the Ontario Mortgage Academy. New course is starting today. So if you're hearing this, it's too late. You missed your opportunity. Uh, But gentlemen, have a great week. We'll be back next week. As always, thank you to all our listeners. Subscribe, like, share, comment. All that. Be Sharon, comment, please. And uh, we'll be back. Going to get B. Sharon on the show. Yes. (laughs) He's coming. The meet and greet. Meet and greet. The meet and greet. August. New new dad coaster. Check that out. A liar. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The wood graving. Deuces, everyone. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please remember to like, share, comment, and subscribe because we'd really like that.